0: Welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll.
1: Hi, Katie. What a bold claim you've made, but I won't look into it or reject the possibility. Hi, I'm Cody Johnston. Hi.
0: There's no need to look into it or reject the possibility. We've been saying it so long. It is true. It's true. It just is true. Joining us today for the very first time is stand-up comedian, Host of the new podcast, Indecent Kiki Anderson. Hi, Kiki. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're thrilled to have you. We love new guests. We love getting to well, know too. people. I love being your new stuff. guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as a new guest, you don't know the the way this goes. Right now, we it's our time to highlight the holidays. There are always holidays. Every day is a holiday. Every day is a
1: holiday. Hard if, enough. Yeah, if you look you at the even... if you look at the bad websites, then.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of holiday websites that most people aren't aware of, and we consider it our mission to spread joy. So today, June 22nd, National HVAC Tech Day. Yes, it is a day to honor our very hardworking repairmen and women keeping us cool in the blazing heat. Okay. This is, um... Thank God. I got no issues. I used my
2: AC for the first time
0: yesterday. Oh, how was that? <laughs>
2: Uh, it was good. It's been very gloomy in LA for like 4 months. So, we finally had a hot one. So, thank yeah. God for the HVAC people.
1: Yeah. First time the, this uh, year, right? Not first time ever. This isn't like first time this The year. Wa- the wonder <laughs> of AC is finally, yeah, gracing your life.
0: Yeah, that would be a different situation. It would probably be life-changing. Yeah. Um sometimes the first time I run, maybe not the AC, but definitely the heater, it doesn't smell right. And you're like, Whoa, I hope this is cool." But that's why we like our HVAC technicians. That's right. Making sure doesn't smell bad. Okay, June twenty second is also stupid guy thing day. So this is a day for you know those stupid guy things. I don't know. Is this this is a well cat? This is a well cat. Sounds well cat holiday. Of
1: course, it it just sounds like a Twitter prompt.
0: I don't know. Honestly, it's kind of that sounds like every day. (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like every day. There's plenty of stupid. I don't need to go. There's stupid guy things is there a guy thing that bugs you kiki a guy thing that bugs
2: me um i don't know our country's been
0: run by guys for a very long time (laughs) so just the state of the world really sure yeah that's a stupid guy thing for sure um mine would be (laughs) i've never dated (laughs) never dated somebody who didn't like spend a significant amount of time in the bathroom it's like i know you've done your business but it's a guy thing for sure maybe it's a woman thing too This is all very normative of me, (laughs) the holiday itself in general. But, like, I've never, it's like, okay, I'll see you in 45 minutes. It's your time. It's your time. I know. It's just, it honestly blows my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you can look at your phone anywhere, Mm -mm. shut the door. I won't come in. But (laughs) the bathroom, there's only one of them. Oh, you know, one
2: one guy thing I can think of—I wouldn't call it a stupid guy thing—but it's something I've noticed recently. Is when you're on Facetime with a guy, they always pace around their house without fail. They never sit still. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hundred like, percent. Well, I don't know about everybody. It's not even a Facetime thing for me. It's just the phone. If I am on a phone uh, talking, I have to either be out on a walk or pacing around my house. I cannot sit still. Um, It's—I yeah. sk- think it's—it's it's a skill. I think to like. Be able to sit still on the phone. I just can't do it.
0: And you know, I actually I feel similar. I, I don't pace around when I'm on Facetime with somebody. It Doesn't go that far for me. But yeah, I have a hard time with the phone in general. And my best time doing it would be doing phone calls mm-hmm. on a long drive in the car. Can't somehow, sit still. something else to focus. Mm. <sighs> There's a lot to unpack about our generation and. <sighs> phones in our relationship to him but we're not going to because Gotta june start 23rd from the
1: bathroom keep him yeah keep him in place right? <laughs> keep him,
0: yeah can't move there no, you well, do you got problems what would happen no, right. you would never cody and june 23rd we should have just jumped straight to this one it's national take your dog to work day that's every day for me that's right my dog's here he's not like he's in the other room but he's here he's always here yeah
1: anyway. it's every day for me you don't have like a dog. It's more go get one. Uh, yeah, it's more. It's take feel it like it's work. like more and more normalized to like take your dog wherever you go. And I don't even I like as somebody who loves his dog and supports all of that. I don't know if I support that. <laughs> it seems like oh, uh, interesting. They're invading uh you know people's spaces. It can be a little disruptive. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about well, it because I, I, lo- I love taking it. Is Maggie always everywhere. interesting
0: because people have allergies to animals. Exactly. Okay, Kiki, your new podcast called Indecent. First off, tell us a little bit about the show.
2: Well, we are three episodes deep. It comes out every other Wednesday. We are, our slogan is peeling out the wallpaper of polite society. So we're talking about the topics you can't really talk about at dinner, which I mean, I don't know how true that is for every family. My family's pretty open, but you know, things maybe you don't bring up on a first date, politics, religion. Um, we've been focusing on sex and porn for the first few episodes. So nice. kind of getting racy right away, starting off hot. And our whole thing is we're not really trying to solve anything. We're really just getting to the bottom of like why are people all hot and bothered about this subject? Why are people talking about it? Um, and where do those taboos come from?
0: Oh, that sounds cool. And good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> so the first few minutes of your first episode. You play a clip of Ben Shapiro reciting the lyrics to WAP, wet ass Mm -hmm. pussy, to those who are unfamiliar with this. And that's fun. Clearly, you have some similar opinion
3: on the person. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass p-word. Make that pullout game weak. We very
0: much like how you described it uh the least horny most boner killing thing of all time and we don't have a question just an opportunity (laughs) to say ben shapiro sucks i don't know
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i that that was actually brought to my attention by one of our producers and uh it has haunted me ever since i didn't know that that existed out in the webosphere but it's uh was that your first um
0: uh introduction to ben shapiro
2: no i know who ben shapiro was but i didn't know he had literally i mean he could have talked about the subject if he really wanted to without reading all the lyrics, but he yes. had
1: to. He had to put us through that. Got no <laughs> flow. That's his problem. Yeah, but too much
2: confidence.
0: Uh, you also interviewed Dr. Lori Petito, uh, who's the director of Pornhub's Sexual Wellness Center. And I'm just curious, was there anything that you learned from that? Anything surprising? Also, what does is, what is Pornhub, Pornhub's Sexual Wellness Center do? How does that work?
2: <laughs> Good question. Um, we were also surprised to find out that that existed. Um, originally, we did want to talk to somebody that just like ran Pornhub, one of the CEOs, but as you have probably heard, they're a very embattled company for very obvious reasons, and uh, not really open to talking to the media, surprisingly. Mm. So. Oh, yeah really just wanted to find somebody we could talk to. And she was the most accessible person because she <laughs> doesn't directly work for porn hubs. She works for this new sexual wellness center that is teaching like porn literacy, which is a fancy new term that she, she brought to our attention about like teaching people about like realistic expectations about sex and like realistic, uh, behaviors and identifying your own behaviors and how to, um, you know how to get past whatever you're going through sexually and like you know building healthy relationships with other people and also you know just basic things like STIs so
0: well that's really incredibly important and I'm glad that that exists
1: yeah and it is it is they it is re- like part of Pornhub it's just like a new, it's on their program. Website. It's a new program that they have or like you a say. new sort of yeah
2: yeah, it's kind of like uh, an extra tab you can click on
0: when you go through all the gangbangs and everything else they have mm-hmm. to offer. You can also
2: just <laughs> so you on scroll
1: their all the way. Yeah, okay.
0: I just um, went to the website to try to get some questions, but it does
1: it auto plays
0: the video. It auto plays video and it's got like a really deep sound. I was like, oh no, this is not happening right now. But yeah, that's really cool. I, I think that that's an important part of it. Uh, I uh, celebrate and I've no. Uh, problem with porn I also understand that it's helpful to have those resources for people uh, in conjunction with uh, the videos yeah and realistic
1: expectations and uh, wants and experiences and um, not letting it sort of yeah create this fantasy um, and Mm -hmm. they can lead to like bitterness and weird attitudes I would say
0: Honestly, there's so much I could say about that topic in general. I think there's lots of in- interesting conversations, but we do.
1: We don't have those here. That's what it is not We just
0: uh, breeze over the top of one. Make some generalized statements. No, we've got some news to talk about. But first, we're going to go to a real quick ad break. And then we're going to talk about the news that we have to talk about. Well said, Katie. Well said. hmm Hi, it's me. You know, losing sleep can have long-lasting effects. The other night, I couldn't sleep, so I took a walk and ran into a bunch of people playing basketball, and I dunked so hard, they called me Slam and Stole. And now I'm part of their league, and I don't have that kind of time. But oh well, now I use the pod cover by Eight Sleep. It's a mattress cover that regulates your temperature. Temperature is one of the most common reasons you wake up at night. That and phantom dribbling. And so with the Eight Sleep cover, I am always comfortable all night. The pod cover is just like any other fitted sheet. You just shove it on there and you're good to go. But unlike other fitted sheets, the pod cover also monitors your health and sleep during the night. It's like the future of sheets. So go to 8sleep.com more news and save $150 on the pod cover by 8sleep. That's the best offer you'll find, but you must visit 8sleep.com more news for $150 off. Eight sleep currently ships within the USA, Canada, the UK, select countries in the EU and Australia. You know what? I think that basketball thing might have just been a dream. And we're back to talk about the news we have to talk about. Oh, I shouldn't giggle. This is a tough story that we are going to start off with today. Uh, And that is the Titan. Uh, This submersible... uh, titanic tour bus i don't know what do you call it more or less it's what it is that uh went missing on sunday and i think at this point we are collectively acknowledging that there aren't any survivors is that correct jonathan what's our latest
3: yeah the coast guard spotted debris on the ocean floor about 1600 feet from the titanic and officials confirmed Uh, earlier thursday that it was the remnants of the titan and that all five passengers uh, are dead it's in this is what's been expected for a long time but it does appear that the sub likely imploded uh, as soon as it reached a significant depth on sunday so the scenario where they were all sitting in there in the dark and starving and breathing each other's whatever that
1: did not happen yeah it was always very unlikely um, that that was the case. So
0: do we have any information as to why the sounds of banging were picked up over the last couple of days?
3: Uh, no, there are any number of things that could have created banging, including something going on at an oil rig hundreds of miles away, I think.
1: Yeah, the ocean is very uh, big and deep. Um and wide and uh, it's very noisy too. It makes a lot of noises. I there there was some claim that like the uh, the banging was like in intervals. It was like oh every thirty minutes there was like the, yeah. this interval of banging. But then also uh, a representative for the Coast Guard said that they don't even know what that's in reference to. So they didn't seem to agree with that assessment. Okay. And so it could it could have been anything.
3: It's pretty clear now that it was not the passengers sitting down yeah. there banging. They that was not. Happening as I guess they had hoped it was. Right. Even if they had found the intact ship at the bottom of the ocean, they still would have had to bring in a special right. contraption to go down 12,000 feet and get it in a grappling hook and bring it up before and the safely oxygen bring it up.
1: Out. Right, yeah. I
0: know. That's what I kept thinking, too. Is like So as it goes down, it has to go down at an incredibly slow pace two and a half mile trek but you have to go like a mile an hour or something so you it takes a long time and even if if you've got these people stuck in there if you find it you have to very slowly figure out how to get them out of there before you can even try to anyway it's it's horrifying yeah
1: i mean because like the ascension too it needs to be slow like there's so much pressure down there it's very dangerous it's exactly. a very dangerous thing to go uh, deep deep under the so- sea um, that's why usually people prepared and experts do it. Um.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of different things to talk about this. First off, it was a it complicated a few days online as to how do you discuss this? Not first off. There's far more important things, but but it's interesting because obviously this is a horrific tragedy. There were five people on board this thing. Contraption. I'll say Contraption. Uh, one of them was 19 years old and was given this trip as a gift. So that's pretty heartbreaking. Everybody else there was older and extremely wealthy. You had to pay $250,000 to ride on it. There was also the owner of the business. And there were so many known safety flaws with this. So many alarming stories. And simultaneously, There's all this worldwide media attention, all these resources being poured into this truly impossible rescue mission for all the reasons we've already stated. Meanwhile, uh, you know, a few days ago, a vessel with 500 migrants from North Africa and the Middle East uh, went down off the coast of Greece. And some people care, but not this kind of attention, not Not this kind of resources spent to rescue Children, little kids, it is um, a very chilling encapsulation of this time that we are alive of uh, company skirting regulations to cater to a billionaire class to do a, you know there's a lot of different opinions about this tourism this adventure tourism of especially of a site of something that was so catastrophic and of course just the symbolism of them of this happening at the titanic site which was you know anyway Yeah,
1: you can't divorce the um like i saw a lot of people like obviously like if you're i don't know celebrating this or whatever it is like i don't think pearl clutch- clutching is necessary here i like i don't people make the jokes in all kinds of news uh it's how people deal with things and also whether or not you think it, like it's not good it's it is sad when people die it is tragic this uh kid was in there uh it was a very silly thing to do uh when as soon as they got on that submersible every single person probably should have at least had the thought like i might die uh this is fucked up that we're doing this um and especially if you're saying like oh uh we don't need regulations that halts progress or like there's so many quotes from the uh guy who runs the company about about not just that they're going to not follow regulations and, and be safe, but that safety is bad. Um, so this is the logical conclusion to that. But you also, aside from all of that, whether or not you think it's actually funny, you cannot divorce the on its face irony of very wealthy people skirting safety concerns to do something that they didn't need to do. And the Titanic, it's like, again, it would be funnier if they survived obviously but like there is a, an inherent irony there um that you cannot ignore but also it's sad when people die I don't know the whole thing's fucked up and uh I don't know there's a lot there's just a lot to say about it I don't know if you even saw like um Matt Walsh another daily wire twerp uh that won't go away had like 10 tweets about how this like everyone's like being so callous about like these innovators and like exploration and like discovery when people go out and they want to do, uh, they want to explore. Like we used to celebrate that. and Now we mock it. We mock the sense of discovery and adventure. And it's just like, is that what they're doing? Because we discovered the Titanic 40 years ago. There's nothing to explore. Uh, there's nothing to discover down there. It's just this sort of vanity tourist adventure sort of thing. So I thought found that a little interesting. That I mean, I, th- I don't... I'm not surprised that Matt Walsh thinks that because he's kind of like boring and incurious, but like to be (laughs) like, oh, this this like exploration, the the wonders of the world. No, no, no. James Cameron was down there on 9-11. Like this isn't like there's nothing new down there beyond you having a special experience personally.
0: I will say I was listening to something and in general that there have been a lot of things discovered by there being people that want to explore the ocean and doing uh, you know yeah, this kind 100%. of thing yeah, that they now realize that animals are com- creatures sea creatures uh communicating with light and you know so certain things so that it has but but yes to everything you
1: well here's the thing though those things that you're describing Matt Walsh would a not care about them right. or like think that they're fake or something or like try to like <laughs> turn it into a culture war thing or be like, see, this proves that climate change yeah. isn't real or like something absurd uh, because he doesn't actually have that sense of wonder or curiosity. Um, but I But I agree with you. Like there's there are amazing things you can learn from the ocean, although we should also fear the ocean. Like I do
2: but I also would feel this Way if they had been going to outer space Right like because they were going Mm -hmm, to the ocean mm -hmm. To a place that's already been explored but if this Was Elon Musk going to Mars And something horrific happened to Him I think the same Twitter discourse would be happening
1: Oh 100% Um, And and, like And even that's like yeah you know Like you know what you're signing up for right like If you're getting into like a five person Tube to go Miles below the ocean or getting in a rocket to go to space like you know what the possibility is that that is part of exploration and discovery but yeah then you tie like billionaires to it and our current uh situation well um and you're gonna get that discourse no matter what yeah I think and you're just right. the amount
0: of money that gets spent on
1: also that things. company did get a four hundred fifty thousand dollar ppp loan oh Oce- ocean wow. so we got to ocean pay Gate. for that too yeah
0: jonathan now, is this true that Starlink was the was involved here in terms of the communication and the internet on this vessel?
3: Starlink's not to blame for it. No. It's not the reason it went. Unless we <laughs> Unless <want> it, to. <laughs> unless it was and we want to say that, but no. <laughs> like even cuz like satellites, it's incredible like satellites can see so much but they can't penetrate water. We haven't mm-hmm. figured out how to yeah. like penetrate water yet. So it's not like Starlink had it been all of like, what Elon says it would be, would have been able to track them underwater, but Starlink is used to communicate with the ship on the surface.
1: Right, because they don't have, a, they didn't have, like, a GPS or anything on, in the sub, so ba- basically, like, their navigation was the ship on the surface texting uh, to the right. sub. Right, right. Which is, like, <laughs> so absurd and, like, I don't know.
0: I, that's neither here nor there, me asking, it's just we, we're talking about space and, sure. and whatnot. But I want to note that, I mean, it's possible that the implosion happened when they lost communication, but every trip down, they've lost communication or just about all of them. Mm-hmm. People have talked about the experience and having gone down and it's very, very common. And that to me is in and of itself one reason why I would never have chosen to do Mm. i mean there's so many reasons why i would never have chosen to go into a submissible like this Um, yeah i don't
2: think any of those migrants on those boats would have willingly gone taking this trip i think that's Mm -hmm. the irony of it is that you have these billionaires who kind of laugh in the face of death like they think they're untouchable and put themselves in situations that are dangerous when the rest of us can't afford to not be in situations that are dangerous
1: Mm -hmm. and then yeah and then uh something happens to one or both of those sides and then who do we focus on for an entire week mm-hmm. um we i mean we talked about this a little bit in a jonathan episode about billionaires uh where like all that money like you're like you're saying kiki like you think you're untouchable you think you can do anything you think you're smarter than everybody you think uh you can't die you think all your risks are gonna lead to some like ultimate reward and you won't face consequences and this like sort of like skirt against the all the skirting of regulations and be like yeah it stalls innovation but like what are you innovating like how to die under water like it's just um it's it's just a weird mindset that leads to stuff like this yeah part of
3: it i don't even think is connected to
1: wealth i think a lot of it is i I mean
3: i think the idea of going down there and having the money and that being something you want to spend your money on that's connected to wealth but the idea (laughs) of Well, if they're letting me on this thing and they're doing it and they say they know what they're doing, it must be safe, right? They mm-hmm. wouldn't. Every time you get on a boat or a plane, you're like, this must be a normal thing. Surely, because really they're do doing otherwise, yeah, right. So I think that's just a human thing. You're like, well, this the CEO is piloting the thing, so he right. must be it's confident. His, yeah, Stockton yeah. Rush, just and just despite... Rush
1: was doing it. Yeah, yeah. Despite all of these like incidents uh, for years with this with this company, um,
0: it blows my mind that. They even can skirt regulations for something like this.
3: Well, there are like it's international, international waters. waters They're doing, do whatever you, you know, want. they know. they were urged for a long time to submit to an independent certification, and they were like, No, we're not mm-hmm. gonna do that.
0: It's like they either did that is it because it it's expensive, or is it because you use an Xbox controller to pilot the yeah. thing? <laughs> I know. I, I have heard is, that I guess that that's not as weird because there's other companies that do this as well. And that makes me even more frustrated. Yeah, somehow. It's
1: not super weird. It is. I mean, aesthetically, it's a very funny thing. Like when you know, like it, you're in this submersible, and you're like, oh, look at all this Radio Shack shit <laughs> lying around everywhere. It is a funny image, but the controller is not not the reason this happened. <laughs> Probably. Um, probably we don't know um, um i mean this is why why not yeah well this like, is why let's go t- back to the the time when <laughs> if you wanted to see the titanic wreckage you agree to make a movie about the titanic and then force the studio to let you go dive and look at the titanic that's the only reason he made james cameron made the titanic movie by the way oh is
2: that the Be- scene at the end of the movie
1: uh no like it's, the beginning it's the beginning and then the right set, with the like lady yeah yeah um, and then a separate uh separate uh he's I forget how many times he's gone down there. He's so in love with the ocean. Um, but he made the movie so that he could go down there. <laughs> That's true. Um The guy loves diving,
3: being underwater, and I feel like he's gonna regret that he already got the water avatar out of the way because now they're doing a fire one, and I think he's mm. gonna be like, mm, nah, no, nope, four or five underwater, we're going what back if down.
1: Pandora <laughs> is where the Titanic say. <laughs> but see, at
2: least he produced something from that. What like these people in well, submarines? Exactly. Like, what do they give us?
1: <laughs> he also came back Body. safely because he probably did it extremely safely, um, and according to regulation, uh, with a lot of experts, you know, what they were talking about. You right. know,
3: there's a it is a difference because like the sub, uh, the Titan is like a Marvel movie where they're like, we got to just go and do it now and do the bad CGI. Mm-hmm. And James Cameron's like, I think I'm going to take ten years and mm-hmm. make it look really good really and good? do it the right way yeah, and then exactly. I'll get to go look at the Titanic. Yeah. It
0: was a union production. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before we take a break, I do want to you Jonathan you made a joke about did wokeness doom the submarine? No, it didn't. I, like I we've already mentioned <laughs> there there's not it's not just about I mean there's so many things that are wrong with these have gone wrong and are wrong with how this thing was built. You know, over the last couple years you know battery issues there's
1: a single quote from the ceo and it's him talking about how like uh yeah like a 50-year-old white guy like himself uh are not like inspirational to young people uh these days and uh that's that's the gist of what he's saying and then everyone was like not everyone but you know people who pay dollars a month to be able to uh get their tweets seen um Are like, see, he like did all these like quota hirings and like hired like is like a diversity problem. And like, first of all, if you think that diversity, like forced diversity, like, well, you hire the person that's like qualified. So you're saying that only white people are qualified. Is that what you're saying? Is that the assumption that you're making? But also like, that's not what he said. (laughs) So not only did Wokeness not do it, that's not even what he said. Like they're taking this out of context quote to, to make a bad point about something that wasn't even said uh which is not yeah. uncommon for for those times It reminds me
0: with all the bank failure stuff there was a, that one article that was like um are diversity measurements to blame for this oh, mismanagement yeah. of the and it's like get the fuck out of here but what's like obviously this is not a surprising take but it's so frustrating when there are blatant obvious things that we can point to as to why things went wrong and even in this kind of a tragedy it becomes or whatever tragedy it's a ridiculous it's just ridiculous how quickly it becomes about wokeness or you know but let's not politicize it no no let's not yeah. politicize things in a- yeah
1: it's absurd what a nightmare that's to be all. in there yeah. yeah
0: yeah oh we didn't talk about that stepson, but that's okay
1: oh my god what a nightmare yeah because here's the thing like it's just like again like i don't i'm not like i'm not gonna pearl clutch about people making jokes about it and i didn't i didn't make any jokes but like again like it's the the situation is what it is um and it's sad when people die um and it would be much easier if the sun wasn't such a fucking piece of shit (laughs) like there's, like, this, like, built-in, like, PR it. empathy, like, figure out there, like, waiting to make this a little more, a little less what it is online. But, like, he just does not seem to want to uh, do just that. Just so
0: if, if we don't, we do have to take a break, so we won't spend a bunch of time here. But just so we know what we're talking about here, this stepson Oh, I don't even know where to begin. It doesn't matter. You can just. Cut I know about the Blinkwood '82 concert. This is my favorite band, and I know this is a bad look, but my family would want me to be listening to music that makes me happy right now. Stuff like that. Then I guess beefing with
2: Cardi I'm Not B. gonna argue
1: with it. Yeah. It gets um, worse though. Uh, wild. Then yeah, yeah he the... oh, like dropped the N word at one point. Um, yes. he, oh, said he threatened
2: he's... to like shoot up a concert because some girl wouldn't oh! sleep with him.
1: Yeah, he's like a real scumbag. He deleted his type. account. Uh, oh well. It's it's a very quick milkshake
3: I mean, you don't even need to milkshake duck him from right right from the beginning. Yeah. He was like, uh, I'm trying to use this to meet Tom from Blink 182.
1: Yeah, it's just weird. Um uh and like it didn't need to be that way.
0: I'll just say, no, it's just ridiculous. It's just the whole thing is ridiculous. Obviously, as this is, this reminds you of Apollo thirteen. It reminds you of inspiring movies. In the the thrust of it, you're like they're gonna do this dramatic. Maybe they'll be able to rescue them. And and it's this, and it's not. That's not this movie. That's not this story. This is real life. And this is what happens when you go fuck around. But this yeah, guy, just a, just a it nightmare. just. But this just all makes it feel like this kind of a this character. This stepson is a satire to me. And succession the 10. whole. <laughs> It's succession. It It does seem like a
1: person written for this. Like it's, it's, there's some absurd element to it.
0: I said this at our shoot the other day, but I was like, it feels like this is some side antidote in, uh, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, These billionaires, uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. To his credit though, if I had Beyonce tickets, I would go to Beyonce. I just wouldn't tweet about it.
1: Wouldn't tweet about it. Wouldn't uh, do many of the other things he did. (laughs) Yeah, most of the
0: things. (laughs) Okay, we are going to take a quick break. Well, as long as it takes. We're going to take the break that we're taking. And then we'll be back for even more news. News.
1: Hi, it's Ad Cody. And geez, ever since that birthday clown threw a handful of aspirin in my face, I've always been afraid of taking pills. This is why whenever I take vitamins, I drink AG1. It takes all of your daily vitamins and puts them into drink form plus a bunch of other supplements to boost energy and aid with gut health. That's why I gave AG1 a try, because not everyone can take a pill without crying and thinking about the clown terror. One time I heard a slide whistle and screamed for so long that I was arrested. Listen here. It's hard to keep track of a supplement routine when you have like 400 bottles on your desk and like, why are there so many bottles? What have I done with my life? Is this the work of the pill clown? But AG1 simplifies that routine that everyone goes through. Just one scoop once a day and you're done. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and buy free AG1 travel packs. With your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash more news. That's drinkag1.com slash more news. The clown was my uncle.
0: And we're back as promised back. for Promise. even more, more news.
1: news. Was that helpful? Uh, what Did it, I help?
0: Was honestly no, uh, but nah. thanks. Let's talk about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Johnny. <sighs> Yeah, that okay. was a resounding response from any of you. Jonathan, why don't you set us up here? Because you know this better than me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> RFK Jr. is running for president uh, as a Democrat, so he says. I... So he
0: says. Mm. Likely story, bud.
3: Sorry. Well, I went to his website to be like, what's his official platform? And it's Honest Government, heal the divide between left and right, clean air and water, revitalize infrastructure and in the healthcare system, end wars, and defend civil liberties and i went that all sounds pretty good well where's the thing he is always talking about
1: right right, he's not
3: running for president because of vaccines that's just something he cannot help himself but talk about every time it's brought up so the reason we're talking about him because he is not a serious presidential candidate is because he went on joe rogan's podcast and repeated a number of crackpot ideas and false claims and debunked theories uh, including that vaccines cause autism and another uh, a number of other deadly illnesses, uh, that COVID vaccines killed more people than they saved, uh, that Wi-Fi causes cancer and other chronic diseases, that Big Pharma is suppressing data about how ivermectin is a good treatment for COVID. Because of that, a actual doctor and scientist and vaccine expert named Dr. Peter Hotez tweeted about this and how they shouldn't make these false claims which led to Joe Rogan demanding that Hotez come on his podcast to debate Robert F. Kennedy and Hotez refusing because that is a silly, pointless thing to do because what are you going to convince people Mm. who aren't convinced by decades of everything working and not killing people and causing cancer? So, you know, it brings up a a huge discussion about the merits of debating people on their platforms when you are not intellectually or scientifically on the same level it's exhausting
1: every like five weeks i feel like that is a topic and i'm so bored of it and tired of just like like platforming or not platforming or debating or not debating it's all it's the same every time nobody has changed their mind about that so maybe it's actually not going to be effective i don't know i i I wouldn't be against, like, somebody, like, very, very, very prepared doing that, but I don't think it's going to be necessarily an effective thing. Um,
0: It's unfortunately not, not very effective, because at this point, people's opinions are are facts, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: I don't say that it it should be, I just... It's Rogan by people. It's like specific people too, and in this environment, especially with cameras on, where everyone's celebrated for getting the dunk, and you can say kind of whatever, and people are going to back you up, and our team sports attitude. When it it it, it is truly just a frustrating experience, you know. Maybe one on one in conversations, you can, but in this kind of that kind of an environment, I don't see it as being a specific, pr- particularly productive.
1: Yeah, um, it wouldn't be, I don't know, it would be nice, I guess, if, like, watch all of his claims and then make a video about each of his claims or something. It's just hard to, like, do that in a live setting um, with somebody also who has, like, sort of prepared. We talk about this a lot of, like, just, like, these sort of debates where, like, well, if you you are a practiced debater, you can win a debate and be wrong. You can, that's just how it is. You can win and still be wrong because you have skills to talk around things or uh, to make your point in a certain way. Well, so that, what
0: is even winning?
1: Well, right, exactly. What does that even look um, like? Like, who's deciding side, who won? This, this is a little side complaint. Um, I So with this result, it resulted in, uh, like, Rogan saying, like, I'll give you uh, $100,000 and I'll give to uh, your favorite charity for this. And then a bunch of other people were like, I'll, I'll throw in, like, $100,000 to your charity if you do it, blah, blah, blah. blah if he doesn't do it, are you not going to do that?
0: Right.
2: You got,
1: you got, <laughs> right. You got a hundred thousand dollars. I'll just, only like, be good. This debate? Like, exactly. It's a, and like, it's your money, whatever. But like, it's just frustrating to see that kind of, um, like, it's like charity bait in a way where it's like, I'll do, I'll, I'll do donate. If you do this for me, it's like, well, no, then, then they don't get the money. Well then, I don't know. It's just like, it's weird, right. empty. Like, uh, I, don't, I just don't like it. It seems icky to me. Yeah
2: like launch me into the headlines or I won't be a good person. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. Didn't, didn't doesn't sit right. Yeah. And it's like a it's like a
3: dance for me type thing. You're dangling the little banana so they'll dance for you. Exactly. I have um, all these resources and you could get them if you just do the do my bidding. Come on exactly. my show where I've had extensive media training and my guest has been a public figure his whole mm-hmm. life and we're going to we're gonna say, well, isn't it possible that one time this thing caused this one thing? And he'd be like, well, yeah, of course, uh,
1: you know, for three and a half hours. Sounds. I innocent. do wish yeah. he would just talk about the other stuff. All the web, all the stuff from his website sounded great.
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is he running? Actually, like, what's his just to be? Because yeah, those other things sound good. It is interesting to me. Where where is it? Revitalize infrastructure and the healthcare system. So you're anti-vaccine and big pharma, but you're pro healthcare system, and that's something I'm interested in seeing you unpack him specifically yeah. address. You I know? Find
1: it, yeah. Well, because there's there's this like anti-establishment like mode to be in, which like I, you know, I uh, with various caveats, I generally support that impulse. You know, power to the people, and so on. It's weird to accuse this doctor of being, like, in the pocket of big pharma when, like, he developed a patent-free vaccine. Right. Which is, like, literally, like, the opposite of being, like, pro-pharma because it's taking profit away from them. So it's just hard to navigate what is really being said or what is really believed in a lot of these conversations.
2: I'm always suspicious of people rehashing the vaccine like culture war because we are at a point where we're not really talking about covid as much anymore we're talking about other problems especially with a presidential election mm. right on the forefront it's a year away we're not even talking about it yeah um, not nobody's even thinking about it so whenever it comes back up i'm like well what's this flare up about what are you about to tee up what's next on the rogan podcast
1: mm. yeah mm-hmm. like what's yeah exactly the yeah so i just so like you can he could not talk about vaccines so much and just focus on the other stuff. Because um, also, like, it has been a few years at this point, right? Two, I guess two years, two and a half years since the vaccine came out. And most side effects of vaccines are within, like, a month, um, a month or two. So it's just kind of weird to be continuing to be harping on this. Um, also, and we don't need to talk about Elon Musk uh, until we do, I guess. But he keeps... Putting forth this, like, yeah, and I had I had uh, horrible side effects on from the vaccine, and I don't know if I'll be okay. But if you look at his other tweets about it, he says, like, yeah, when I got the a booster, I was, like, out. I felt horrible and sick uh, all day. So the expected side effects of getting the vaccine, right? Like, you get the vaccine, you expect, like, yeah, I might be knocked out for a day. Um, but he's framing it as though these are, like, these horrific side effects so i just don't i just don't i just don't understand what they think dramatic. they're saying it's a little dramatic
2: i can't imagine dating musk and mm. like you know how they say like men are babies when they're sick can you imagine dating elon <laughs> musk after our no. vaccine oh he's just God. laying around oh i'm dying <laughs>
3: i <don't> am <laughs> feel good
1: <laughs> i need my pear juice <laughs> yeah the work mind virus
3: got me i i do know <laughs> quickly because we were bringing up Kennedy bringing up the healthcare system and it's 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 this balance because every time he's asked about it he's like okay I'm going to talk about vaccines but it's clear from his website that he's trying to appeal to actual democrats who uh, are going to take some of his messaging and is going to push them away and he uh, when he talks about the healthcare system he says we face a terrible pandemic not of covid but of chronic disease autoimmunity allergies diabetes obesity addiction anxiety and depression afflict two thirds of the population up from a few percent in our grandparents time a kennedy administration will go beyond making existing modalities available to all to include low-cost alternative and holistic therapies that have been marginalized in Mm. a pharma-dominated system so his stuff Mm, is part of his platform but he's just not coming out and saying the vaccines killed (laughs) a million people because you can't i mean he says that on nbc news interviews but not on his website right on
0: his website yeah but
2: that's kind of terrifying because i think that could be honestly a winning platform i don't agree with it but i could see how he could garner fans and attention through that
1: well yeah because people are people are depressed and anxious and have many ailments and the healthcare system in america is not good um it and the democrats aren't doing much to fix it right and they're not you know harping on it at all uh i believe a public option was uh on the table in 2020 and uh, i think that sort of went out the fucking window but it is a winning platform everybody gets sick everybody gets sick at least once and if it's just the one time then then the next thing they do is die but like everybody gets sick at least once and the idea that i don't know I, i don't it, it would be so easy to, like, want people to be healthy and have people want that for themselves and other people. And, like,
0: so he, the website is clearly talking around the the inflammatory part of his belief system. But on its face, what he's saying there, and specifically, like, I, I'm a fan of access to holistic and different types of, you know... I, medical stuff it's just as well as (laughs) our our medicine our you know our hospitals i want all of that i think all of this should be a part of it so you know
1: you can like go after you can like go after big pharma um and monopolies and just like that entire industry and the way they market and all all these sorts of things the way like they have like doctors push their medications Uh, there are so many problems with with the pharmaceutical industry but you can you can go after them and like present it without being like and the solution is we all got to take basil for our ailments (laughs) you know like uh it's just uh, again it's that sort of maybe you know it's getting closer i guess to what the ideal political environment of like everybody agrees on the problem
0: right and then the solutions (laughs) are
1: different so we can actually talk about the solutions whereas for so long there's been like well uh, climate change isn't real uh yes it is uh healthcare is not a problem actually it's awesome that all these private companies are have like our health in their hands um there's this divide of agreeing on reality and agreeing on the problems but now like th- in this scenario again maybe because he's running as a democrat but like there is at least that starting line of like yeah our infrastructure is fucked our healthcare system is right. fucked um there are right. problems what are the solutions instead of saying, actually they'll deal with themselves or they're not problems at all.
0: Right. I will say. Big step. First lady, Cheryl Hines. Hmm. That's all I'll say.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, Did you see Larry David's statement? (laughs) (laughs) No. What did he say? They, someone asked him, I don't know the exact thing. Someone asked Larry David if he supports, because they've known each other for years. If he supports Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And he said, I'm very supportive, but I don't support him. (laughs) And Cheryl Hines, I believe, because they had some fundraiser at their home in 2021, and she required everyone to be vaccinated against COVID. And Robert F. Kennedy was like, I'm not even the boss in my own home, you know, like an aw shucks type. Mm.
1: Um, How does she
0: deal with him not being vaccinated?
1: You don't. you, You expect to be the boss?
0: But sometimes I feel with these guys, they don't
2: even really believe the things they're saying. It's just, it's like an academic argument about people's rights. And it's like, nobody's even talking. About, it's just something to get people mad
0: about. Uh, I know a lot of them that believe yeah. what they're saying.
1: <laughs> Katie recently moved to the mountains, so she's got a lot of new experiences and conversations.
0: Yeah. and I respect people and we have very different uh, bases for making our decisions and um it's been interesting but yeah i mean there people believe this stuff i mean maybe he doesn't but lots of people do yeah totally but Bef- w- with our last few minutes should we talk about ugh, the big guy talk about elon the big guy yeah
1: they're gonna fight each other
0: what, what's the, going uh, the, on now the
1: thing how they're gonna fight each other or about how he yeah. has a he wants to fight language and like medical terms on his platform
0: Why don't you choose what you want to talk about with this Uh, fool?
1: Well, we can just say that he thinks that cisgender is a slur. Elon Musk. Um, We haven't said the name. Cisgender is a slur um, and cis is a slur. And uh, if you uh, you risk temporary suspensions at minimum, at minimum temporary suspensions, free speech, man. uh, If you're like what, like harassing accounts. Which uh, it seems to be that's actually fair game unless you're calling someone cisgender um, because he considers them to be slurs. Uh, he has hinted at this before in other of his tweets uh, about the term cisgender, and uh, he finally said it. And that's an absurd thing. Uh, doctors use the term. It's just a word. It means something. Uh, if somebody's calling you cisgender in, with a tone, then maybe it could be hurtful to you because you're a little baby. But it's not a slur. <laughs> he was replying to not. a
3: guy who was upset that they, because he was like, I don't like the term sis or being called cisgender. And someone called him a sissy with a C. <laughs>
1: and
3: that's what he was all freaking out about. And Elon's like,
1: you're, you're right. That's horrible. Yeah, they're very sensitive it's babies. Uh, they have such a skewed sense of uh, so many things. It's sissy. But also uh, he reversed the policy about misgendering on twitter is that not harassment is that not direct uh and purposeful harassment to misgender somebody who's who requests that you don't do that but if you request to not be called cisgender and you're called cisgender that's harassment it seems like maybe he's just kind of a dumb piece of shit
2: that's how you know that being a billionaire is not a real thing like nobody deserve there's no job on earth that deserves a billion dollars because mm-hmm. our billionaire is out here tweeting about dumb shit like what are you actually doing for society right now other than tweeting <laughs>
1: uh starlink right helping that helping that submersible uh communicate with the the ship submersible yeah it's uh there should no it should be illegal to have uh over nine hundred ninety (laughs) nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars because yeah what are you doing and it's just the the inconsistency is so clear uh he just says things on a whim i'm pretty sure that guy he was responding to was like has also like harassed people and uh, i don't know much about him uh and i will not find out but maybe it's all going to be okay because uh, he's going to fight Mark Zuckerberg in a cage match. He's not actually, but there was a he's joke not? about No, there was a joke about it, and he responded that he would do it. I'm up for a cage match if he, if he is. And Zuckerberg responded on Instagram, on Meta's Instagram with uh like name the name the location i it's think a, name. send send me location send me location but um, do you really
0: think that was sincere that one on Zuckerberg, his Zuckerberg
1: I think is sincere because he really? does fight he trains he's like yeah. a he's yeah. a physical guy and yeah, maybe that's okay. because he wasn't and then he now he's a billionaire so he's got like all these resources but like he is he has trained in like fighting and uh he is he's definitely more athletic and uh capable of physical activities than Elon Musk. So I do think he was serious. Um, Elon is was not, um, and I think was surprised when Zuckerberg was like, yeah, "Okay, let's do it. I'll kill you." <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, he, so Elon sort of making jokes about it and like, "Oh, yeah, I've got this. What I've got this great move called that I call the Walrus because he's uh, <sighs> he knows what he's capable of." And uh, I think people, I think there's like a lot of blue check people who are going to really push for him to do it because i think they just think he can do anything um and so i hope that they he will well,
0: he'd be he'd embarrass himself if he did it
1: elon musk died in a yeah. ring further you know as r.i.p certain shouldn't have done it this doesn't sound
0: bad
2: bullied into mark fighting zuckerberg. mark
3: zuckerberg um
2: yeah i don't know who it. to root for in that one
1: yeah
3: to, for me, it's like the Cowboys playing the Patriots. I'm like, oh, I guess I have to root for the Patriots in yeah, this I one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Does that, does my does my football metaphor translate at all? <laughs> sure. I feel- I like get what you're saying. The battle of egos here, because you know Zuckerberg would love to reclaim, like I'm top tep guy everyone Mm -hmm. loved me again i blue checks come back to me. yeah forget
1: that movie uh yeah yeah.
3: forget that movie where they made me look like a real forget i
1: forget i tried to run for president and then quietly stopped
0: yeah well i think that does it for us today
1: i i mean i'm at the end of my doc here oh yeah
0: Kiki, thank you so much for joining us. It was great having you. Can you tell our audience where they can find you online, where they can support your show, all the good stuff?
2: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I'm Kiki Anderson. My Instagram is it's Kiki Anderson. That's Anderson, S-E-N. And our podcast is Indecent Kiki on Instagram.
0: Check that out. Check out her show. Check us out as we sign off. I don't know. I was trying something, but it didn't.
1: No, it's still going great. I didn't have. No, keep going. It's perfect.
0: Check us out uh huh, on all the places that you subscribe. Hit the like and subscribe button, I guess. Or leave a comment. A good still, one. still going strong. And there's something else I always say, but what is it? Going
1: right, going we right, love going you right, very, very much. much.